Hey y'all, my name is Briley Casanova and I'm a mental performance coach. I help athletes reach their full potential while working through mental challenges within their sport. For example, I help athletes learn how to perform better under pressure, whether that's learning how to see competition differently with mindset shifts or learning relaxation or energy management techniques. I also help with goal setting, leadership, maintaining focus, and overcoming fear. My goal is to help others find their inner confidence and self-trust, which hopefully leads to further success and joy in their sport. Let's get started with today's episode. All right, y'all, today we are talking about the harsh truths about success. What are some of the harsh truths that come with being successful, striving for success? Um, This episode, I think, was inspired by a couple of just, you know, social media leaders that I see in the mental performance space, um, really high-level professional men that I look up to um, in the industry, and most particularly Justin Sua and Michael Gervais. I hope I'm pronouncing their names correctly. I don't feel like I've heard anybody else say their names, so... um, Sirs, I apologize if if I'm pronouncing your name incorrectly. Um, I'm totally able to be corrected. But anyway, I guess what I want to start with today is just really the main idea of how powerful 10 minutes of your day can really be. And, and what I mean by that is really thinking about the little things, the little habits, you know, the small details, the little moments you have throughout the day. How are you spending that time? I think the biggest message today is really going to be about the focus of time. Um, The highest level athletes, the highest level professionals and the best people out there, I think, know where to spend their time. They prioritize their time. You know, think of like, you know, I guess, for example, I, I speak with, you know, high level litigation attorneys all the time and their time is literally valued um, by money. You know, they charge, you know, a hundred her hundreds of dollars an hour for their time, you know, depending on how tenured they are. But, you know, on average, think of, you know, the people that you seek out that their time is literally expensive, right? You You have to spend a lot of money for their time. I don't know. Think of like massage therapists or, you know psychological therapists or counselors or, I don't know, attorneys, you know, people you hire by the hour, Um, you know, think of like um, mechanics and things, right? They charge by the hour as well, right? For their labor um, plus parts, you know, all these things. Um, I think that's just kind of where my initial, um, you know, thoughts came from. And this isn't even written into my notes. I'm kind of just going off script here. But that's what I kind of was inspired by. And what I wanted to start with is just the premise of successful people valuing their time. They spend their time wisely. They they give their time to people that are worth worth it, you know. Um, and I think how successful people, you know, a harsh truth of successful people is it's it's a combination of their time being spent doing the hard work, but also the smart work. Um, I really think you can't have one without the other. I think you have to have both. And the more high level and professional, you know, whether it's an athlete or a business person is, um, just any professional at any point in their career, they know that their time um, and their work ethic is both spent um, doing difficult things, but also being spent uh, spent smartly, you know, um, being efficient and, and, you know, things, things of that nature. I hope I'm, you know, sharing that sentiment the way that it is in my head. But anyway, here's another aspect of time that I wanted to share with you in terms of a harsh truth about successful people. It's not just how you spend your time in the meetings, so to speak. So 
in the business world, you know, obviously there's meetings, you take notes, you sit there, you listen to someone speak, or maybe you're the one speaking. Um, But in addition to that time spent in the meetings, it's also really about how you spend your time between those meetings. It's not just when you're in the room with all the other people there. It's it's what you're doing when nobody's watching you, right? It's what you're doing when nobody's looking or listening to you or um, when you're not reporting to anybody, I guess. Um, And in other words, for the athletes listening, this is what you do not just in practice, but also what are you doing outside of practice? How Again, it's the idea of how are you spending your time? What are you filling your time with? Um, what exactly are you doing and what are you not doing? Um, I think that's a question maybe you can start thinking about this week if, you know, depending on when this podcast is catching you, is what are you doing in in that time that you're, you know, on the clock, so to speak, but also what are you not doing? So thinking of those things, I think um, successful people, they're asking themselves that question and they're planning for that question, um, you know, every minute of every day and they're they're exercising that, they're practicing that. Um, so anyway, here's another bullet point I I wanted to share with you guys as well. Um, a harsh truth about success is, you know, what do you decide to do when things get difficult? That is the stuff that really defines the type of person you are. I think, you know, there's the question of, do you retreat? Do you contribute? Again, what do you do when the pressure is on you? How do you react when things get difficult? Do you crumble? Do you run away? Do you get scared? And also, it's okay. And I'm not saying if you don't get scared, like you're better necessarily, but it's what do you do when you are scared, <laughs> right? Um, how are you handling the pressure and when other people are looking at you for leadership or guidance or to perform at your best, right? Are you able to do that? Can you carry the weight of what if what if someone else on your team can't? right? For whatever reason, whether it's an injury or, um, you know, a weakness or a flaw, you know, what do you do when things get difficult? What do you do when the pressure's on you at work, right? Whether you're in a more individual setting or if you're on a team and, you know, other people are relying on you to get the job done, how do you react to that? What do you do? Um, And whether you believe it or not, I don't care what job you're in, you know, whether you're super individualized and you're behind the scenes and you think that what you do doesn't affect other people, at the end of the day, it absolutely does. Otherwise, why is your company or why is the entity you're working for, why are you working for them? If no one, if someone else doesn't rely on you for your work, you know, how then, then what are you really contributing, I guess? Maybe that's a deeper question. But anyway, I really want you to think about what do you do when things get difficult? A harsh truth of success is the people that are willing to take on those tasks and those extra burdens when things are difficult specifically, and they're willing to alleviate the stress of others, that is what defines the type of person and performer you are. Um, Again, whether you like it or not, whether you believe it or not, it's just a harsh truth of those that are successful. They perform when it matters most, when, when... you know, things hit the fan, so to speak. I know I have kids listening to me, and so I don't want to get too, you know, vulgar here. But, you know, that's really what what it comes down to. The best performers are the ones that handle the pressure the best, honestly, you know. Um, here's another thing, uh, something I learned firsthand, and I feel like it's, it's also this widely accepted harsh truth of success. Um, something you have to learn before going to college is, you know, about, it's about the students that study or read 
or work on a paper with the extra 10 minutes to spare between classes. Like that's, that is a perfect example. Again, it's like the between meetings idea, right? For example, if you're a student, maybe you're not an athlete listening to this, or maybe you're not in a career yet, but what type of student are you? Are you the student who's just sitting there playing around on their phone before class starts, or are you using every last minute that you can to edit the paper, to finish the project, to read the read the book, you know, or, you know, do some extra research, whatever it is. It's, it's the extra 10 minutes to spare that defines the type of student that you are, honestly, truthfully. Um... So I don't know, something to think about for the students listening that maybe are also athletes or maybe you're a student and you're, you're in a career that you're trying to build. Um, I think that's just another analogy that I have for you when it comes to the extra 10 minutes idea. Um, here's a couple more bullet points I wanted to share with you before we take a quick ad break. Um, and this is a really harsh one. And this is really, I think, the first idea that came to me before um, – like what kind of inspired this podcast and it's something that I've kind of learned and I don't want someone out there to take that as you know I think super highly of myself and like I'm you know I don't know cocky enough to say this about myself but it's just something that I've I've witnessed both personally but also seeing other people you know all these stories that you hear of very high performing professionals and athletes and celebrities and and other people you know that we that we idolize right and and it's the idea of successful people tend to be very lonely. You know, it, it, it gets pretty lonely after a while to be the winner. Um, do And here's why I think that's the case. It's not like a, it's not a sad thing. It's not a bad thing, but it's due to the simple idea of just not fitting in and not going with the crowd. Because we've talked about this before. If you And if you've been an athlete that has worked with me personally, you've heard me talk about this before at some point. It's, it's the idea of like winning and being a winner is literally going against the crowd because there's only one winner, right? You don't have, I mean, okay, obviously in the, in the very rare situation where there's two winners, they get the same score or, you know, whatever they tie with, you know, they get the same time on the clock or whatever they score the same amount of goals. That's a very rare thing, but it does, you know, it happens rarely, but anyway, aside from that, if you're the winner, you literally are separating yourself from the rest of the crowd. That's the whole point, right? The point of being the winner is there's only one, you know, nine times out of a 10. So if you win a lot, you'll probably tend to notice that it's pretty lonely up there on the podium. And again, that's not a bad thing. It's not necessarily a sad thing, but it it can be isolating and, and hopefully in a good way, but that can also wear on someone if you're very successful and you win all the time that's exhausting and it's it's isolating and it can be lonely sometimes um so anyway it's just an idea i i wanted to share if you find yourself in that situation um i, I kind of want to almost normalize that notion you know um i don't know maybe that's an unpopular or controversial opinion or thought but it's something that I've just noticed um, and something I've witnessed. So anyway, last bullet point before our quick ad break is no matter what it comes down to, successful people prioritize. They prioritize their time. They prioritize their tasks, what's most important, what's next important, uh, what's least important. They sift through what is and what is not important, whether it's tasks, thoughts, ideas, strategies, goals, um, you know, internal things, external things, 
parts of the process, um, everything is prioritized. Everything is planned. Everything has, you know, a place on the totem pole, so to speak. Everything has a, a place on the task list, the to-do list. That That is something that comes with, you know, being successful. If you ask any successful person or if you listen to successful people interviews, you know, pick your whoever you idolize or whoever you follow closely, whoever inspires you. If you listen to enough of their interviews, I'm sure at some point they will talk about how they prioritize their activities, their tasks, their time, you know, prioritize who they hang out with, who they don't hang out with. You know, um, I just think that that's something that comes with you know, what successful people do. And it can be a harsh truth sometimes. So anyway, really quick ad break, and then we will come back and finish our discussion. All right. Thanks for listening to that quick ad break, you guys. Um, Let's finish up here. Um, So a couple more thoughts that I had to share with you before I let you go today. Um, I'm sure if you've, you know, either listened to me or you, you follow enough, um, you know, influential um, people out there. I think this is a pretty common thing. This shouldn't be super controversial. It should be pretty accepted. But another harsh truth with successful people is that they are fountains and they are not drains. You know, it's that that old, you know, analogy of are you a fountain or a drain? Are you contributing to the conversation? Are you contributing to a team? Are you contributing to overall success? Or are you pulling away? Are you dragging people down? Are you a drain? Are you causing emotional distress? Are you, um, you know, being a time suck, you know? Um, Successful people lift others up with them and they don't drag them down. They're also, you know, in other words, they're the the best teammates. They're the ones that you want to train with. They're the ones you want to hang out with after practice, right? Um, They're the ones contributing to the overall success of the team and they share their wisdom with the team. And so that leads me to my next bullet point is, um, and I actually saw this idea on LinkedIn the other day, believe it or not. And this is something that I believe is also a synonym with being a fountain, so to speak. And that's being an introducer uh, or being a sharer. Are you sharing knowledge or are you trying to keep all the knowledge to yourself? Um, I think that is also what separates those that are successful and those that are not successful. You know, Currently successful people want others to succeed too because they also want to be around others who will push them and make them better. And again, it's like fountains contribute to other fountains and drains drain other people down and they hang out with other drains, right? Um, Because they have things in common. Um, I think another way to think about this is, you know, successful people don't keep all of their secrets locked up. They share them. Sometimes, you know, knowledge may not always be free, but every once in a while you got to give away some nuggets of wisdom, um, here's, here's an idea. I think we've all heard this before too, but I don't know, maybe not. It's, I think it's also synonymous with the idea of, you know, think of the entrepreneur who gets jealous of people stealing their ideas, quote unquote. Maybe you felt that way before. Um, I don't know, maybe you haven't, maybe you know somebody who's said something like that that's happened to them before. Really, I think what it comes down to in terms of entrepreneurs or athletes or successful scholars or whatever is, you know, the idea of the best entrepreneurs don't mind when other people steal their ideas because that they can come up with, you know, 10 more ideas on their own. And I think the same goes with, you know, successful people in general. Again, whether that's athletes, scholars, philosophers, 
um, just successful people. They are, you know, savvy enough to think outside of the box with their training and they know how to strategize and they come up with other ideas on their own and they don't need other people, um, to feel inadequate or get in their way because they're the person that's the, the end all be all at the end of the day, it's themselves. Um, so with that, um, I have a couple questions and some other thoughts I want to leave you with today. Um, and kind of circling back to where we started and just kind of a little homework assignment for y'all is, you know, what would you do if you had an extra 10 minutes in your day to spare this week? What about an extra hour? What about an extra 24 hours? If you had an extra 10 minutes or an extra hour or an extra day in your life for free that was just given to you, what would you do with it? Um, and I think another quote, just to kind of follow that up, I know I mentioned Justin Sua at the beginning of our podcast here, um, just to kind of round out today that I really think encompasses and speaks to the message that I want to share that, you know, I think he, he says this the best way possible. And this is a quote. It's also on his Instagram. You could probably go find it, um, somewhere, but the quote is, excellence is built on years of mundane, repetitive, focused effort with a willingness to learn from failure and a love for the process. I really think there is no better way of putting it. So anyway, that's the quote. I really, really enjoyed that. And I really wanted to share that with you to kind of just after everything we've talked about today, I really think that that encompasses the the idea that I wanted to leave you with. Um, really, you know, so many words in that statement reflect what my point of today's pep talk is. It's really about the little 10 minutes that add up to the years of repetitions that you guys are going to be doing. So take practice, take work and take school and just life in general, one rep at a time, one repetition at a time, fill your daytime hours with productivity and the rest of your time with recovery, you know, and, and I really think if y'all follow the process, pursue excellence and and strive to become a master of your sport or your activity or your career or your academics, you will grow and you will succeed. So thank you guys so much for listening. Please check out my social media platforms. You can find me on Patreon at patreon.com slash Briley Casanova for exclusive updates and the chance to give me direct feedback for future episodes. You can also find me on Instagram at mental coach Briley. I'm also on Twitter at mental coach Bry. My Facebook page is fb.me slash mental coach Briley. You can also email me and ask me about a free consultation at Briley at completeperformancecoaching.com. And if you feel inclined to donate, but please do not feel obligated you can also donate to this podcast at Venmo at Briley Casanova and PayPal at paypal.me slash Briley Casanova. Feel free to reach out with questions and feedback that you have. Your input is valuable and important to me. So please help contribute to my continued growth and knowledge. Thank you for listening and I'll see y'all in my next episode. Bye.